Hey there, Lions fans. Randy and Rich back with you after, uh, well, just one week break again. We've gone every other week here for a month here in the, the winter with uh, various storms and ailments and yeah, why illnesses not? and whatnot. Why not? We need yeah. a little, little vacation. Everybody else is on vacation, so. Yeah, why not us too? Uh, and, uh, this week we're, we're coming to you from our, our buddy Tommy Tropics Barn. Yeah, but he don't know we're here. Yeah, yeah, so sure. don't yeah, we're, yeah, we're looking for, for eggs. Yeah, we, need, we need some cheap eggs because uh, <laughs> price got out of hand <laughs> yep. this winter. Yep. So uh, we're being sneaky about it. <laughs> we're going over there and uh no, we're gonna we're gonna knock on the door on the way out, announce ourselves and uh, congratulate them on uh, yeah. the world record uh, for juggling while ice skating. Was, uh, That's unofficial yet, though. They haven't unofficial. They haven't right. confirmed it yet, but it should be it's it's, paperwork. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. They, they were there. They saw. They know. <coughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. So four, four and a half miles was it? Something like that. I something believe. like that. I know he did. He had went around a hockey rink. Yeah, he was, he was going to do it outside, but due to weather, I think they ended up doing it inside. Or inside. So. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, he's uh, he's been doing that kind of stuff forever. I, you know, I was we, doing uh, with the tip up, tip up town, and well, I mean, we're talking about like I've known Tommy since grade school. You know, it's like right, yeah, he, he's yeah. been on him and Todd both. They just ride them damn unicycles all over the place, and the guy got pretty good at it. Right. <laughs> now Tommy's making a living at it. Todd made a little bit of fun fun money with that stuff too, and. Uh, and they and they both basically still are, even though they're in their sixties now. You know, so hey, you know, yeah. So if you got a talent, use it, right? Yeah, that's and, what uh, we always say. Yeah, and just like uh, these NFL prospects that are uh, coming up. <coughs> yeah, excuse me. Uh, there's a bunch of bunch. really good ones too. And yeah, I it's think, interesting. Uh, interesting year for for the draft and. Uh, so we're going to talk more about that. Uh, obviously, uh, we got Lions coaches and Lions. Uh, a lot of uh, changes. Uh, free agents, uh, Lions free agents, and possible free agents, and uh, so a lot going on. It's the combine starts tomorrow. Uh, my word, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's like you know, football it's, season all over again. Everybody went on vacation for the for the month of February, and now when. Uh, when March takes starts starts up, which it does today, March first. Yep, and uh, now things are going to start getting a little bit, a um, little bit more serious as far as football goes and spring football, yeah, we should say. You know, and, in. Yep, coming up on the combine and the draft. It's going to be uh, fun, fun for them until April, and. Uh, Yes. And then, then it really gets fun. Right. And then you start counting down the days to the 24 draft that happens in Detroit. And so all that is very, very, very enticing. And you know, you the next thing you know, you're three quarters way through summer and here comes training camp, you know. <laughs> yeah. wonder if you'll have to stay in Flint in order to get a hotel room for the draft. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I I almost feel like we should go down there for that, you know. I, I'm thinking of trying. Yeah. Yeah. If you got if you got friends in the Detroit to area to to stay at, you know. Yeah. Because you know easier. the hotels are probably already just booked. Yeah, they're like gonna be outrageous. I would assume, you know. But it's a. Uh, but it would be nice to stay downtown and well, and it, not have to. It's Leave. a historic event for the city of Detroit. It really, truly yeah, is. Yeah, you want to stay there and party? And I know I did when we were the down there. When we went yeah. down there, that night was so awesome. I never, you know, never would imagine how cool that party was in downtown Detroit. Walking yeah. around down there after a after a game, that was really, yeah, really had, cool. We had the baseball game. Oh yeah, the baseball game. But we we were at that's when we were at training camp yes. in the spring. Yep. Now you remember it. Now the old ticker's starting to come back. Yeah, and that was uh, all thanks to Rocky, right? Yep, our buddy Rocky, we, who we talked to earlier. 
says they, they think they should take a quarterback in the first round. <laughs> well, at least I'm not the only one. You're not the at. only one, Rich. You know, well, so no, I'm not saying first round necessarily. Although no. it, it, it might, it could happen. Right. Yeah. You know, I, it, I, it, I, like I say, anything could happen in the. Anything draft. can happen, but I, I think the way Detroit takes that is through free agency for the number two. And then if they do want to draft somebody, it's either going to be a guy that you get in the sixth or the seventh round, or maybe even another undrafted free agent. You know, like, like Brad Holmes, he we we don't know what he wants or what he's thinking or what well, his tendencies are. We we you I, know, we he, we have some tendencies from his scouting of Jared Goff in L.A., uh, but that's it. You know, well, you we don't know. Make no mistake about it. This this offense was built around Jared Goff. And I think Goff is going to be your quarterback for longer than you think he is. But I, you, what the the deal is, is you just don't want the talent to drop off. If Goff goes down and, and your backup has to come in, you don't want to do like we have. You know, hey, old great, here comes Tim Blau or Boyle, Tim Boyle. Yeah, well, and, he's not around, around and he won't be. No, you know, exactly. You so know, so you, know, you kind of want somebody to come in to to be that backup guy that can take over and not basically not fuck anything up. You know, yeah. you like Cooper Rush, and I do I've, like Cooper Rush. We've, we've liked Cooper Rush since he was at Central Michigan. Yeah, but he is getting a little older now. He's going to demand a little bit more money, you know, probably in that 8 to 10 if you can get it front-loaded. I think a two-year deal would be good, yeah. you know. Uh, I do. Yeah. And then that gives the guy behind him time to develop into the number two and eventually take over for golf. Because we really don't know how long Jared Goff is going to be in Detroit. No, you know, he's got a two-year contract, two years left on his contract. Is it this year, next year? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, you know, and then what happens, you know? If this, we have if, no idea. Yeah. <laughs> See, and that's why we're all speculating. Everyone's got different ideas, and uh, everyone's feeling pretty invested in their idea. And it's it's too early to be in the, Right, you know, you know and, and who knows? After two years, we might be ready in a position to make Derek Goff the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL. You know? Well, part, part of it is like, well, okay, all right, he's making $35 million right now. And everyone's pretty much upset about him making ten to fifteen million more. Yeah, and we're, but we're the, of course, the in a couple of years from now, it may not be just ten to fifteen million. Right, but Patrick Mahomes getting forty-five million dollars. You know, he's fifty plus. Right? Yeah, yeah, still, so, yeah. you know, that's like what? Right, he's cheap. Seventeen, he's been twenty percent for a while. You know how they yeah. leapfrog each other? That keeps going the next one. Yeah, the next I, know one it, I know it. I know it. And that's that's. That's why we're lucky to have Jared where his contract is right now for the next two years. Yeah. And and and, and he's not going to be going to a second contract. He's made millions. You know, he twice. might not need to get that big bucks if we're bringing in franchise freaking NFL championships. You know. Yeah, it, but at the same time, like if you look at uh, New York Giants, they got uh, Dan Daniel. Dan, yeah, he's yeah. going to ask for, he changed, he even changed So if he gets agents. 50, if he gets 50, you know that Goff, does, he deserves more than... Right, I don't know, think right? Daniel Jones is going to get Daniel 50 Jones. million. I don't even think he's going to get 45. He's going right. to ask for 40, and he's probably going to settle for... How about Derek Carr? You know, what does Derek Carr do? Derek Carr is a little bit better quarterback. I would think coming into a new franchise like the Jets, who are basically set up to be a playoff team... The only problem they've had is the, the quarterback position. And the health of their running back. Right. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to go with Carr being like a, an MVP kind of player for the Jets. He impressed everybody there in his first interview. Now they got he's gotten finger. requested for a second interview. And they, they really like Mr. Carr there in the Jets organization. So He's got more legs than... Yeah, uh, he's, that, that Packer head. He's gonna get. He's gonna get a pretty paycheck. He really is. He truly is. I think the Jets are. They're. 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 They're in a position as to where they can pay him. You know. Yeah. And uh, and they probably and they will. And and I really believe they will. And um, so, as far as Daniel Jones goes, you know the thing is 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 more than likely they're gonna franchise tag either Daniel Jones or Saquon Barkley. Whichever one they can't sign, they'll probably franchise. Okay, right. And that—that's—that's that's what. They're probably better off 
Maybe they could even franchise, franchise both of them. Franchise the running back. They can technically, they can. Yeah. They can franchise both of them. You no, know? that might have just been a COVID thing. The, the, double, uh, the double tag. I don't know if that is a permanent thing. Uh, we'll have to look into that. But uh, I'm not really worried about what the Giants no, do. You no, know? I mean, it does reflect on you know contracts and things that affect right. the Lions in that sense. But, um, but still... You know, some of that's, uh, you know, two years away. Yeah, um, how many teams made the playoffs this year that were teams that were beaten by Detroit, you know? Uh, just about all of them. A lot of them, <laughs> you know? No, yeah, that's, we could go back over and find that one out, too. But, you know, that's, that that would let you, you know, get a good idea or a good understanding where Detroit sits right now in the NFL is amongst its all its foes, you know? Yeah. They're sitting pretty damn good, you know. Uh, Jared Goff right now, you know, um, considered on by some as a top ten quarterback in the league, you know. And who is it there? Uh, I'd say definitely top twelve, you know, um, until they start playing, and then we'll see if he continues. Well, if he's got, he should you be know, able to climb the ladder to. The offensive, line is, the offensive line is going to be key to that, you know, and, and, and right now the only thing that they got is that offensive guard spot on the right-hand side. You know, is Big V going to be released? I think he will be because they need that capital. You know, or they already released... Uh, um, who the, who, Brockers. Brockers is yeah. gone. That saved us $10 million. And uh, they let somebody else go, too, I thought. And, uh, but... Well, they brought in a, a linebacker, uh, a low-level free agent, Mac. Well, he was a cornerback, Mac McCain. Mac McCain. Yeah, that one. He was right a corner. He's, yeah, he's, he's a corner. No, he's a cornerback. Corner. He's a cornerback. Okay. You know? yeah. he's, he's a little guy too. Six foot, five eleven, something like that. Five eleven, six foot, one eighty six. He's only twenty five years old, but he's been bouncing back and forth. Between Denver and Philly, and practice squad, practice squad, you know. So he, 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 um, hmm. he, 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 has, he has done pretty good at, at certain times. And, and he's a special teams guy, too. So, you know, you, you can call him what you want. He's like camp fodder, maybe. That sounds like your snare drum is rattling. But uh, I, I, would, I would say that, that uh, McCain probably, you know, I don't know if he's going to be anybody's replacement or anything like that. He could end up being just camp fodder. But, um, yeah, you got to have bodies. Well, true, but for some reason this guy kind of, like, you know, brings something to the table that they like. And I, and I said that, I, I heard that in some podcast somewhere. I can't, can't recall that, but all I know is, is this kid is like the first signing of the year, but I don't necessarily think he's going to be really all that significant in the final outcome, you know? Right, exactly, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just a procedure they did. They brought on a, brought on a body. Um, yeah, it's almost like... you like, got to add depth. That's what they do in free agency before the draft. They, they try and shore up some things yeah. uh, so they're not pigeonholed or uh, forcing... Uh, forcing a need in the draft. You don't. That's the last thing you want to do. Yeah, I know wide receiver what, is a position that's, of. That's what Bob Quinn was doing to us, forcing needs. Right. Of, you know. Well, I know wide receiver isn't necessarily a position of need. You know, and but we do like basically you could upgrade the the four or five position or something. Right. The, right now, the biggest question is, do they bring back DJ Chart? You know. I've already expressed what I, what I thought about that. I, I kind of think that they do. And, 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 it's, and, and it's after talking with my friend Tom, <laughs> you know, Tom, Tom says that he thinks that, that that's going to be Detroit's big free agent uh, acquirement. Yeah, you could get him for probably $12 million and, and Yeah, or hoping more like nine. You know, well, that'd be less than last year. Well, exactly, which really but pay off. Yeah, you know? but health is another issue too. And for as old as he is, he will right. be in a rotation. He won't be out there every play. I'm just saying you're probably going to have to match an offer of twelve million from another team, right? You but know? you know, when Jamie takes a hometown discount, but I don't think those really exist like people think they do. <laughs> 
you know, and but then another thing, you know, the culture too. You know, does he fit your culture? Oh hell yeah! yeah Could he fine. be part of that? You know, and just for that alone, yeah. it, it would probably be I mean, other people fit the culture too, what right? But I'm just saying, just how thing. important is that in DJ Chark's life to have that culture fit? You know, because that that could help him make up his mind whether he would take less money or not. Yeah. You know, it's, it's all about where you want to be and what you need to do to, you know, have the payday that you want and or have the success yeah. in the NFL right. with a, with a freaking championship. That, and I'm betting on greed. And, and not bad greed. You know, uh, yeah. right, right, rightfully so uh, greed. If, you know, that's I just see it. Uh, I'm not even betting on it. I'm just saying it's a no, possibility. It, and, and I'm just saying is, is I really don't think that Chark would come back if if the money wasn't where it needs to be, you know, where where a good place for it to be. Detroit's not going to try and freaking... They're not, not going to try and snark them out of anything, you know, but... They're not I, lowballing them. No, they're not, but they're not going to, they're not going to, like, overpay them either, you know. And so, and then that's gonna yeah, so be. It's a, it's a delicate, fine line there. Um, yeah, and you're it's, you're right. It, that's what we're dealing with here is, you know, money or culture. Yeah, basically, or, you know. Yeah, basically, how much of a headache do you want to put up with another team when you know how much you're not going to have any headaches here? Yeah, you know that that and that's the question. Yeah. You know. Is that extra money worth that them those headaches? And you know. You know, and that's kind of what you want. Right, you want other free agents from other teams making that decision about Detroit as well, mm -hmm. uh, coming here for cheaper, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> just because they fit the culture, yes. there's less headaches about of being here. Yeah, and and that that to me, it, it, if I, to, you know, if it's I more than money. It's if worth I don't more take money. A discount someone else will. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and they'll be yeah. on a successful team. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that that see to me that that's where. That's where you kind of gotta. That's that's where us as Detroit fans, people like us, that see that kind of thing, you know, not just in Detroit but in Michigan, you yeah. know, just being Michigan people, you know, that 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 kind of culture, that come together, that family orientated, blue collar, uh, go to work, bust your ass, come home, relax. Watch football on Sunday. Go back to work. And go back know? to work. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's 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 a good culture to live by, and that's what's happening in at Ford Field. And I'm, 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 I'm just thinking that kind of thing is worth more than than the extra money, or as you would say, the the greed. Right. You know. I mean, it, it's just it's an ugly word to use, uh, and I, I did, for lack of a better word. Uh, it's not like I said, not bad greed. It's just, I mean, that's what you're weighing. It's, right. You know, uh, family, family future. You right. Can use that term as yeah. well. Yeah. And uh, and how many times have you listened to these players in an interview? How many times <clears throat> they they mention the word family? How many times have they were my my brothers and sisters in the organization? Right. You know. Right. Yeah. Family on both sides. And that's the culture. And I'm telling you. It, it's worth more than money. And, and I think that's what Dan Campbell is counting on. Well, Brad Holmes, I think, is more so counting on as, as far as the cap goes, you know, because, you know, we can cut uh, like four or five players, maybe six, and still come up with about 40, you know, run around that 40 mil mark, you know, and, which is a lot of money. That, you know, it's a lot more than what we basically had, you know. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so... I, I uh, you know, you you got you got you got to you got to measure that, you know, because that 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 means more right now to to Detroit than it does the NFL, you know, and and that's the difference between the guys wanting to come here versus the guys that don't, because you know if you don't, you know if the if the culture don't if you don't give a damn about the culture. Then, then you are into it with the money, and then that means you don't belong in Detroit. Right. You know, yeah, and I'm not saying, like, Shark is greedy. You know, he's definitely into the culture, right? He, uh, but, you know, him and uh, Jamal Williams, too, you know, they're, yeah. they're looking at their last contract, Anzalone, possibly, you know, their last chance to make money right. in the NFL. And, 
Well, I'd give I'd give Jal, Jamal that eight to ten range. I really would, you know, and 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 because you know five million a year is 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 good money for a starting running back in this league, you know, and I think anyway, you know, but uh, especially with what what with what Jamal did, I don't think the Lions are going to lowball him anywhere. They're going to give him a raise and a bonus, and I think he's going to be a happy camper. Yeah, and yeah. I, it feels it, it. I mean, it, it, with his personality, and, and it feels like he'll come back. And the words that he said, it, he'll come back. And, mm-hmm. You know, and, and like you portray the story of uh, Chark. You know, and yeah, he came here for that. He got it. Should keep it. You know, get the culture going. And, yeah, and, and he has mentioned the culture in many interviews. Right. You know. So I mean, the story is there. And I, I, I hope they can make that work out. Right, know? me too. Because after all that, me talking like that, I mean, so I want. I hope I'm right. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, but yeah. And, and, but then again, that's isn't that the reason why Kaminsky came back and to the front office and said, "I want to come back." Isn't that the reason why Bugs did the same thing? Well, that's also. With Kaminsky having a career year, going, I freaking love it here. Yeah, and, you know, not just culture is football, you know, the whole thing and playing, and, and I like me in this system. I don't know if I like me in another system, and uh, so yeah, I want to stay. Right. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, and John Kaminsky. I mean, you know, our um, uh, our friend on the podcast there, uh, uh, Matt Derry. What's his name? Lion online on Lions. Uh, locked on. Locked on Lions. Yeah. And and he talked about that and like, uh, um, shit, <laughs> was that brain fart? What would, yeah, uh, it smells like smoke. Yeah, it burned, but it yeah, <laughs> oh, it does make my eyes go bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. Well, all right. Um, Sorry about that. Don't know. Yeah. Um, how about? <laughs> Uh, how about we do this? This is the M sixty six North Detroit Lions podcast. We, we never did say that. Never did say that. Yeah. So uh, we paused for a station identification, and uh, now we're back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The free agency thing is is uh, it's interesting. It's such a crapshoot. You know, we 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 like to guess who's going to be drafted by the Lions, but there's no no way to know. What the free agency is gonna, ha- what's gonna happen? You know, um, we talk about Jamal Dean. Everyone's talking about Jamal Dean. Yeah, see, um, and, and, and that to me, option. that's a Jamal Dean's a lot better pick than Jalen Ramsey. Right. You know, that's where the big. It's like what we talked about with the money. You know, Jalen Ramsey's not going to come here for anything less than seventeen million a year. You know, that's almost a guarantee. Right, it, it, you know, we don't have seventeen million. <laughs> you know, we really don't have that. You know, to give that to one player. You yeah. know, I mean, there obviously, you know, there's things you can do, signing bonuses and right. stuff. Right, you know, but still, multiple guys and to make things work for and add one up. year is going to be seventeen million dollars. Yeah, you know, uh, it's just way too freaking much. And 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 if the culture meant anything to Ramsey's or to, to Jalen Ramsey. Then, then, then his price would come down, you know. But you know, he's not going to do that. Well, yeah, it would be a restructure. And, yeah, exactly. And what, you, what you hope is now but, to, to have the the Rams just release him. Yeah, but the thing is, is deal, but. you're going to give up two or three draft picks to get him in the first place. At the moment, yeah. Yeah. But if if they release him because they can't afford him, yeah, that's bullshit. Cheaper. We don't want to do that because they want high draft picks. And, well, no, he'd, he'd we be want released, them. Randy. I'm saying, we if, want if, those draft picks. If they release him, you wouldn't have to do that, right? But I still don't. I don't want him as a as a entity. I guess. No, I, I don't know. either because I don't uh, think he fits the culture in Detroit. Well, I think he does as far as working hard and. And all that. Maybe he talks a little bit. He's you know, a McDonough. He got into a fight with one of his coaches. He had to have three weeks off to, for the birth of his kid. He uh, well, got into a, a fight with Golden a, Tate. For God's sake, he get into a, a fight with Golden Tate. Something's fucked up, man. Yeah, that just means <laughs> Tate's doing his job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, so yeah. so yeah, I, I'm not on. I, not I on don't board with that. I am not Ramsey a big Train. fan of Jalen Ramsey coming to Detroit. I made that known on Twitter. Yeah, the people that are on board with it are like, I, I don't care. He's good. Mm-hmm. You bring him on. You know, yeah. the, the team will take care of him personally. Yeah, but that's right? the that's, thing is that's he's going to draw a spotlight, and that's not what. The culture in Detroit is about. Well, I guess the, the the argument is when you have a a, a culture, a, a team culture like Detroit is building, and it and it's got a foundation and it's secure and it's built. You, it being the culture can withstand one or two you know, outliers and, and mm. bad eggs in order to take you over the top. If if necessary, right? Like every team has a guy that, or not every team, but you see it all the time. Where I, there's a, a crazy fucker that that you know uh, for the Cowboys that uh, Des Bryant. No, well, yeah. yeah but, um, I was thinking of the guy that went between the Cowboys and the Niners. He was a D end, uh, uh, real crazy guy back in the okay, day. whatever. Um, but. Uh, can't remember his name, obviously, but you know, he was a nut, you know. And the guy, the guy that came from Michigan State, Plexico Burris, that shot himself uh, in the leg. Well, there's all sorts of yeah, stories, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's illegal to have a firearm inside the city limits of New York in the first place, and he shot himself in a freaking nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> no hiding that one. No, off to jail we go. Oh yeah, so you know things happen. Um, yeah, they do. Yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so it's a it's a guessing game with the with the whole free agency thing, and let's hope it's not Ramsey. Um, yeah, but you know, you'd think that you know you that GMs would have these guys figured out. There'd be like a list that would have like big black check marks by them, you know. Or well, they do. They're they're board. You know, every team's board yeah. should should look different from the other team's board. Yeah, the character have, issues are well. Not even characters, just from scheme and, and need perspective, right? right? And it's like, well, if you got uh, Patrick Mahomes, quarterback is not on your board, you know, it, it, other than, you know, maybe they have to replace their backup because he <laughs> yeah, retired. Right? We got Jared Goff on our team. What the hell we need a quarterback for? You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> Why is there a quarterback on everybody's list for yeah, Detroit, you know? <laughs> Um, well, because they, it's a, it's a talking point. Yeah. It's something to talk about. Exactly, until, exactly. Because we only it's have one quarterback being paid right bait. now until free agency happens, and there's another one on the team. They're going to talk that way, you know, because yeah. because they need something to talk about. Right on. Right? Well, of course they and do. That's an easy, you know, that's <laughs> easy bait. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm and not talking just like local guys. I'm talking, you, you know. You think it's bad National. now? Wait till the middle of June, July. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's yeah. Then they're really looking for stuff to talk about. Yeah, no shit. But uh, holy mackerel! Uh, yeah, so Michael Brockers was released, saved the Lions about ten mil. You know. Yeah, yeah. So we all knew that was happening. Yep. So it kind of brings the brings this cap space up to about twenty three now. Uh, that's that's okay. sure. about right in there. I'll drink to that. <laughs> so, who's next, buddy? Uh, Who do you think's gonna get released next? Either <coughs> either Harris or Aquara. I assume. <coughs> I think Vitae. Honestly, he's gonna save you another ten mil. Nine point six or something like that. Six something. I just saw it today. Uh, I, I think actually, if it's before June one, it's it's like. Uh, so I thought it was six and a half. No, I I think I think it's more like eleven. Dun, dun, dun. I'm gonna check my notes and see what I come up with. That's um, fine. Just don't don't uh, hang I'll up. I'll try on not it. to lose this. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> here we go, here we go. This is us perusing our notes. Yeah, Lions can use the $6.5 savings by cutting Vitae as leverage to offer him something higher than that, but less than what he's currently owed. 
Right, so yeah, so he's because uh, he's it's a twelve million, twelve and a half million, I think. So you save six and a half. You save half of that. And the same with it was with uh, Brockers. You basically were saving half, or or no, it would be they ten million. Be Okora or Harris. Who when you cut them, you're saving half of whatever they're. Owed. Right. Yeah. And I think one is seven, and the, I think the other one's eleven or something like that. Because I know they're one of those. But it has something to do with before more. or after June first. There is there is that uh, spec specific specification. Yeah, you have um, that does change things. If you uh, if you take them if you release them beforehand, it costs you more money. And if you wait until June one, then um, you get to save more. Yeah. Now now with with like Cephas. You know, he, he could be released too, and we save about a million bucks. But like with him, it, there's no difference between June before or after June first. Right. So yeah, it's a veteran thing. Yeah. So so you know they could veteran release him, and in, in, in the and and their payout will still be the same as far as dead cap goes. Yeah. And, yeah. So yeah, like uh, Houston uh, has a. I think it's Cooks is their receiver that. Is owed millions oh, and millions yeah, and millions. Right. And Brendan is it, it Brendan Cooks? Or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if they wait till June first, it, it ends up being like seven or six or seven million instead of like forty five or you know, something stupid. Right. Um but that's Houston. <laughs> they yeah. have a problem. Houston, we have a problem. So yeah, know. well, that uh, Detroit has a problem too, and it is James Houston. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So yeah, so uh, I I see the the savings. Definitely, I see the savings with Vitae, but I I I'd like to see him get some more use out of him. Yeah, uh, he was, but he was, it would take totally like revamping his contract. There's right? either five or six players that they could release, and 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 we can get. In the neighborhood of forty million, on, and, and on, spending on the, the money this year in free agency is might be a good idea. Because <clears throat> next year, the uh, the new TV deal kicks in, and the gambling money kicks in, and if free uh, and if agents, you know, players' agents are looking at that, they're probably going to say, "Okay, you guys can afford to pay us more now." All right. And if we can lock up a couple guys with two three year deals. We can save a little money next year and possibly the year after, when they may draft a quarterback. Looking for a quarterback. Yeah, yeah you that, know. that you know, and, and to me that, that that makes more sense to draft one next year. You know, and and the way that they could do that is to is to trade away Jared Goff. You know, and and uh, but I don't see them doing that. I right. really I don't. don't. They're building this team around Jared, which means that his predecessor is going to probably have to be like Jared Goff, you know? Yeah. He's going to be a pocket passer, 230 pounds, six foot, whatever he is, three, four. Well, like when I was talking, you know, last month or at this point it was January, you know, technically it's March 1st now, so two months ago, uh, I was talking about drafting a quarterback in like, you know, late with that late third round pick and possibly trading that into the fourth round in order to, to make it more viable. I was saying that before uh, the junior uh, commits to the draft, right? The juniors committed to the draft. And so after that happened, I lost 10 quarterbacks on my list. Ten, so 10 quarterbacks, Richard. So it's not as big a list as, right. as it was, right? Uh, so there are uh, uh, some guys that I would have liked to have hung around. And there's still some that I... Uh, that we really haven't seen yet. Um, like oh, Jaron Jer Hall from BYU, he was hurt he's at the Senior Bowl, so we didn't actually come out and play. But he's going to be 25. Uh, you well, know, so Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker was hurt. Yep. You know? So these guys, you know, do they actually... Does Hooker actually go in the second round, or does he fall? Well, I got him... I got him that was so far right now. I got him third, third, somewhere, you know, third and fourth. Mm -hmm. Early, early fourth... You know, somewhere in, in the third. Right, and that that'd be a good spot. You know, if I'd like to see us be able to 
trade back before we get a quarterback? You yeah, know? I, I don't want to pick one until the sixth round. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's you know, the thing. It's, you, you, we don't have a fourth round pick. Well, it's, that, so I'm just saying is, fifth or sixth until I'm it, just saying is is that they really think they address that in free agency. It might not I be. I know we do. We all do because well, they will. They have to. They have to. <laughs> you know, there's just, just nobody that can. There's really no rookie, no matter how where he is taken in a draft, that can come in and lead your there team. Is, there is one other way to do it, and you just wait it out, and you hire uh, the Red Rifle in, like, October or something. <laughs> yeah. <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you mean, like, Fitz, Fitzpatrick or whatever? No, the uh, the Cincinnati Cincinnati kid. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it, Whatever his name is, yeah. you know the guy that I really don't want on the team, but oh, he'll be Sam Darnold. <laughs> no, no, he was the other teams. Um, but um, I, I just think you should just. I just don't like the the free agent prospects that much. I do. I, I'd uh, like the one. Yeah, and, yeah. Cooper Cup. Cooper, Cooper Rush. Cooper you know, Rush has been to me like PR. that's the guy that that should just be here anyway. And to me, yeah, bring him home. Bring, bring him home. home. You yeah. know, he is a Michigan boy. I just think that. Uh, you can't go wrong with Cooper Rush. He, he, you know, even Jeff Risden likes Cooper Rush. Come on. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So yeah, you gotta you gotta do that. I I would think. unless unless you're getting a, uh, Richardson at, at pick six. Well, regardless, know? even if you are, I think you need to do this anyway because Richardson he's too young. He's not gonna. You don't want to throw him right in there. You right. know, he's not gonna be your number two. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so but looking at the top three. I don't. I just hate this. Yeah. Like the and anything before a quarterback before the third or fourth round, right? I mean, this draft it just drives me bonkers. Yeah. I mean, we don't have a fifth rounder, so good, take them in the sixth, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I I don't care if they get a quarterback or not this year, they, they don't, you don't need any more than three, you know, and then you could. Bring back Sudfeld to run to be on the practice squad and run the practice squad. You know? uh, yeah, and, there, and then you just have two kids. quarterbacks on a team. There's younger kids that have been around that can do that as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, if you, for the practice squad, you want someone that's going to be mobile and stuff, not an old guy. Right, right. Know. But last, you know, we finished the season with just golf and Sudfeld. Yeah, on the Sudfeld's team. too old to be on the practice well, squad, in my opinion. Sudfeld can. That's all. Just you want someone younger. That's more uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, you know I, I don't know. Cheaper. You know you don't want to have to pay a you know a veteran salary. You know you want you, you want someone young on the. Well, squad. we could bring back. back that kid that uh, played with us when like Dobbs would be all right to bring around. What was his and name? Bring Dobbs back. He's got a little more experience. Yeah, you now. could bring him back. But yeah. uh, where was that other kid? The he played for Detroit in the uh, preseason and then. Uh, he ran off to another team. They released. Oh, the Stephen. No, it starts with a J. Johnson. Uh, oh, the really old guy. I don't think he's old. I think he was a. Uh, <laughs> he was like from Michigan. God, I can't remember his name. Yeah, we I, don't know. I thought I had. I thought I had it written down here. Josh. Josh Johnson. Yeah, he's pretty old. Yeah, well, yes, he wasn't that long ago. He was here. He's been on like 16 teams. <laughs> so what? He's probably younger than the other guy, you know? So. It don't matter. It ain't, right. Cooper, it ain't Cooper Rush. I don't care anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's as far as I'm going to go with quarterback. Total I mean, because that, that, that's all you need. Just just go get Cooper Rush, and you'll be good for a couple of years. And, and then you can, whatever you want to, you know, who knows, maybe a first-round draft pick didn't work out in San yeah. Francisco, and we bring in Trey, what's his name? Trey Lance. Trey Lance, because we know, we do know Brad Holmes likes Trey Lance a lot. Yeah, I yeah. My thing with that is I, I I liked him before the draft as well, but now since seeing him when he was able to play, uh, well, I'm yeah, really not that happy with him. How I, do you I, know the coaching was good for him though? That's the thing. Well, there's always that. You, you know? know, and and you know, sure, San Francisco's been doing pretty good here in the last couple of years. They make the playoffs, you know. But you know, how do you know that? If your quarterback is just a little under par, that the quarterback coach that they got can't get to him, you know. So you know it doesn't mean he's a bad quarterback. It just means he just needs he needs a different coach might, or a different culture or a different. Might mean he's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he needs a new brain, you know. So, you know? Yeah, well, yeah. You know, California you guys does get to hurt. a guy. Guys, guys get hurt, uh, and 
they tend to get hurt a lot when they're young. Right. Uh, can they rise above? So, you know, there is there is some of that. Um, but, yeah, but who's to say that uh, Brad Holmes has Even, lo looked at Lance's career and said, well, maybe I'm out now. Yeah. You know, I yeah, liked him knows? before the draft. You know, I would have taken a chance on him if, if uh, right. he was but available. Like but, I said, you know, it, it, it has a lot to do with culture. It has a lot to do with with what a rookie quarterback has on its plate. I mean, yeah, sure, look what happened with, well, with Brock Purdy. Culture. I mean, they got a good culture in, the, in San Francisco. You would think they would. You know, yeah. Brock Purdy, look what he did. You know, Mr. Irrelevant proved irrelevant. Or relevant. <laughs> <laughs> proved relevant. and uh, On the irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you, you never know where that quarterback is. I mean, you know... Tom Brady was taken in the sixth round, for God's sakes, you know? Yeah. And, and right now, there's, what, four quarterbacks in the league that have won a Super Bowl. And so, that's all, you know? The couple of Mahomes has two. Right. Know, uh, so, it would have been five if Brady hadn't retired, you know, but still four, you know? Matt Ryan, well, he's lost the Super Bowl, you know? So, but yeah, only four that have won, so... We can't feel too bad. We no. got, we got one that lost. At least we've been there. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, at least we have a quarterback yeah. who knows what it takes to get there. Yeah, and and he's doing it for a very cheap price for the next two years. Yeah, and then who knows? You know, I don't. If, if bring home a Super Bowl. I'll be drunk for two years. I'll probably <laughs> yeah. forget who the quarterback oh, is. Detroit will burn for three days. Man. <laughs> Oh, uh, man. Let's hope it doesn't. Let's hope it doesn't. No, man, it got, people got to be smarter than that. Come yeah. on. No, this is the 84 Tigers. Yeah, this yeah. is not the 84 Tigers. Exactly. In 84, the, the city needed burning down. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a cathartic uh, um, experience. Uh, this time, the cathartic experience will be more like, More like, let's go and downtown and party. And it's going to be fun. Yeah. Yes, it will be. Exactly. I tell you what, better. man, that, that downtown, if we... If that, the Lions ever do win a championship. It, where we were that night, it's going to be just extraordinary. Yeah, just yeah. A wonderful, beautiful thing. Right? No doubt about it. Holy mackerel! Makes me want to go down there, Rich. I know. So yeah, just take me down. Put me in a. Give me in a, a tent. A seat like, <laughs> put me in a seat like Bernie Sanders. And I was going to wait there for two years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as long as it takes. Funny, too all funny. Right. So, all right. So, something else that uh, our friend Tom wouldn't want to talk about: running backs. <laughs> Honestly, Tom had quite a bit to say about running backs. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> well, I know more so about the new coach, and Scotty Montgomery. Is, okay. Is is uh, um, yeah, I think he's a blessing. I really do. I think he's an upgrade from Deuce, and not to say that Deuce was bad. I think Deuce had a high motor. We watched him work, practice sure, during sure. training camp. He was on it, you know, especially on Ig Igabuike. Right. <laughs> you know? And Swift. And Swift, yep. So, but, uh, um, you know, but I really think Scotty is a little bit, I, I think he's got a little bit farther reach in his grasp as far as. He's had more experience in other positions. Things, right, right, right. You know, you can think about it. You know, a lot of times the running back is the problem child on the team, you know. <laughs> and, and I think Scotty, you know, unlike Deuce, who will just get in your face like he did with, with Swift and saying, no, you didn't. You went out of bounds here. You should have cut back here. You could have got 10 more yards, you know. All you had to do is beat that guy, you know. Yeah. And, but instead, what you do, you just cut out of bounds, you know. And that's what Deuce was like, you know, just like scoring the guy, you know. But I think Scotty works differently. I don't. I think he's he's got a lot of high praise in the well, NFL. And this is another example of of the team getting better and being able to draw better talent. Right. All right. Deuce was his first time, you know, assistant head coach and. His learning experience. I, I know. I think. I think he was a assistant head coach at Philadelphia before he came here. No, he was I, just running backs. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. All right. Uh, yeah. Well, because he, he made a lateral move. I'm not looking it up, but I'm he made, sure. maybe it was the head, the assistant head coach job that brought him here. But it was a lateral move considered back then. That's why I thought maybe he was. Okay. And then, then, of course, he made another lateral move, this time by going to Carolina yeah. as their running back coach and assistant head coach. Yeah. 
So, but there, there could have been a, a raise each time because we have we don't really know what true uh, true teams pay their coaches. Right, yeah, some, it's a whole different deal. It has nothing to do with the cap and the players or anything like that. It's just between the owners and 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 uh, and uh, play GM and the coaches, coaches, yeah, you know, staff, yeah. So yeah, the, I do agree that it, it just a uh, it's an upgrade. I think. Uh, yeah. So we'll see how that that goes. Right, because you know. For as much as Deuce butted heads with with Swifty, you know, I still kind of wonder whether you bring him back. I mean, with our friend Rocky today before the podcast, we had a big debate about that, and Rocky, Rocky's all for bringing him back. And, and and you know, I'm not saying I'm not because having Swift as your number three running back to me would it is is like the icing on the cake. It really is. Yeah, it, it, it was. It's, it's a rotation, and there's hardly. You know, a one, right. two, and three. It's and, just running backs. Right. If you put him in the number three spot, he will make the whole season, I believe. Okay? Because that way, your new running back, which I, I'm hoping is the number one running back in the league, you know. I, that's what I'm kind of guessing is that they, they want to they wanna run the ball. You know, they've got good running backs, but Swift isn't the guy that they want for their number one. And I think B. John Robinson is. And if they can pull it off, then I, and I think they will. I mean, who knew that we were going to get JMO last year? You know, right. yeah. So and, and, yeah, and that's <coughs> kind of excuse me the whole whole thing. And what uh, they're at the combine this this morning, and uh, Brad Holmes was wearing a, a T-shirt that said "Villain," <laughs> yeah, like the Lions logo or the Lions colors. I haven't seen it yet, but. Uh, yeah, so that just makes you wonder. It's like maybe he's just like, you guys think I'm good? I'm taking the best offensive weapon in the draft. Right. I, I mean, I can see that mentality. Just like, damn it, I'm taking the guy. You know, right. I'm not. I'm taking him from you. You know, <laughs> like it's his attitude. It's kind of that's. I think the mindset you have to have if if you're going to go right. that route. Right. You're just like, I don't want the rest of the league to have this guy. I want to have this guy. <clears throat> yeah, and, and I think the same thing goes through with, with Witherspoon. I mean, you know, to me, he's a little guy. I don't know why he plays so big. It just, just, it just, and, that's, and I said this to my buddy Tom, I, or our buddy Tom, I said, I said, I don't understand why these little guys are playing so big. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, where where is, you know, where's the, the, the idea of the little guy always getting hurt, you know? Well, these guys are playing at a high level, and yeah, he's only six foot, one hundred and eighty-five pounds. Yeah, you know, yeah. I tell, every time I see that scenario, I, I see Diggs running really fast, trying to keep up with these long-legged receivers. Right. You know, yeah, and you you see you, you have the picture in your mind of uh, you know safeties getting shoulder injuries from tackling, and and how long does that last? Right, you know, and. But uh, but yeah, it's an interesting deal with with him with Wither, Witherspoon <clears throat> being from Illinois, right. Kirby being from Illinois. It's an interesting they, matchup. Yeah, you know, know there's what, are, some, what is it in the water? Is it in the coaching, you know, is that coach right. DB coach? Is there a specific DB coach in Illinois? Well, is yeah. he going to get an NFL job here in a minute? If I, and his I, players keep getting drafted, right? You know, in 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 retrospect. I think probably the pick at 18 is going to be Branch at safety. You know, that, the, that the just... whole thing of positional... Uh, where else are you going to get him? You, you, he might even go before 18, you know? Well, you know, when we started the podcast, I mean, it was... Well, you, you draft guards in the third round. You don't draft tight yeah, end until yeah. the fourth round. You, you, well, this you, year... You this get year, a cornerback safeties in the second round right and, but this year i'm gonna pick a guard at the first pick in the second in the second round okay yeah because you, you well, know you, last week or two weeks ago it was still like guard, guard at six or 18 i mean guard at guard 18, at 18 right know? well it still could be i mean you know who how where's right. where's you know where's where's sirens torrance going i mean you know where well yeah 20, where, 18, and, uh, 15 it was right 
Yeah, and then that guy that Tom likes, Avilia, you know? Yeah, he's a guy. Where's he going to go, you know? Could be late first round. Yeah, yeah, it could be he could fall or he could go early. Right, if he's a number three guy, he probably won't make it to the third. If you want a good top quality offensive guard to play your right side, you take him with your first pick in the second round. You know, in anything, it goes farther than that. It, you, the driving, it drops off more than it should. So, but that's, yeah, that's there's me. Just, there's, you know, there's just these, these rules that people have. And then and, and somewhat changes from team to team, scheme to scheme, and uh, regime to regime. Right. As far as, you know, what their limits are and how maybe... The times they're looking for at the combine from a, a certain prospect, right. a, a, a certain position, say you know it's got to be under uh, this forty. It's got to be under this for right. uh, for uh, Detroit the three cone. They and, do that too. I mean, Detroit's got that. They they need particular body types to run their particular this particular position. Yeah. And so they if have those position body types are there, they don't know. draft that position. Right. right. You know, and 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 if they got a couple guys that are close, they probably take him in later routes. You know, developmental guy, maybe he can learn to jump right, a little like higher. If he gets Martinez, right? He's a little short. But, and so every other team passed up on him. Yeah. Right? And uh, Amon Ra. Whatever, we were so lucky to get him in the fourth round. But we know from... We were uh, so lucky. We know from uh, the Lions media that it was a planned thing. We weren't lucky. He right. expected to get that's him exactly in the it, round. you know, and that's that's where that's that's I, where the, the GM, our, the difference the first between guy, the first receiver in the second round that was on our board was Amon Ross St. Brown. I wanted I wanted him. And obviously well, it wasn't the second round. It was the third round. <laughs> yeah, but he was still there. Yeah, exactly. And that's the that's the the, the just like that's the pudding on the cake right there. It's like, what in the hell are you still doing here in the fourth round, Mr. Ara, Mr. Sun God? And how did you know? Brad Holmes know that he was going to fall? You know? So uh, these things, we don't have the magic eight ball. We don't have the crystal ball. We don't have any sort of No, ball. and I don't necessarily <laughs> we don't have a think, real football. I don't necessarily think Brad Holmes does either. I think... I don't know, he seems to. No, well, that's because his scouts are doing their job. You know, they are out giving him quality freaking reports. They're, they, his his guys out there in the field are doing their job. They yeah. are bringing in the information that makes that helps him make his decisions. Yeah. He, after hashing it over with Campbell, and, you, know? you know, height, weight, size. You know, uh, there's Skin other fit. there's other guys that are equal. To Bijan Robinson in the draft, you can get second, fourth, whatever round. Uh, but the the drop off in talent is is immense. Right? Yeah. Well, and it's because some kids didn't get a chance to go play for a Class A school, so they had to drop down to Division Two. You know, <laughs> and that kid Gray that played in the in the Senior Bowl. Okay. And Eric Schlitt brought him up a couple times too, and and Tommy when we were talking, he he brought him up. Okay. Yeah. You know, like sixth, seventh round. Sure. You know? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Like he made quite an impression. I don't know how big he is. Yeah, I don't have any. But no uh, I I know he made quite a showing at the senior bowl and, and he's been you know, been been speculated to the Lions a couple times, you know. And uh so you know, that's that's later rounds, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. a great year to get a running back in this draft because there are so many of them. And uh and I kinda Got a feeling that I think Mr. Holmes wants the best one, you know. Yeah, you know, it's do you do that or do you, you go with like Roshan Johnson, who, I, you, who's he was bigger than he was I'm, his backup, or I, he's he's a better bat pass blocker. He's right. six two two twenty five as opposed to six foot two twenty. Uh, and but he's a bruiser, and he would replace Jamal Williams, you know. In the coming years. Right. Well, see, now the way I look at running back so far, the my number one guy would be like taking, like with the second pick in the second round or the first, the third round pick. It'd be Zach Charbonnet. I really like that guy. He you is a bruiser. from Michigan. He transferred to wherever it is that he went. UCLA. To. UCLA. 
you know, six two two twenty, blah yeah. blah blah, <laughs> you know. So, and, and and you know, he's a Michigan man, so you know, I would think that he uh, would would want to come to Detroit. I think he would be, you know. Yep, it's not his choice, but yeah, you know, I think he'd be, he'd be a good it. good rotational piece. But you know, as far as it goes, you know. Where how far will Bijan drop? He's going to be a first round guy, you know. Yeah. And so you know, I I'd like to take Branch with that second pick. You know, that might be where the core, the running back goes. Right. You know, or the you know that well, might all not. The, all these things with you know are positional value, right? Like defensive tackle. We'll know it's, more it's, after it's, the combine. It's not, uh, we will. Yes. The combine is going to show well, you the way. You're, you're looking at things. You know, defensive tackle isn't. The highest priority in the draft, right? As far as <coughs> position well, value, the three right? tech and me and a nose tackle, I think, is what we need more so well, on I'm a defensive line need. than anything. I'm talking about positional value, right? It's, it's oh, value. defensive end, quarterback, yeah. it's and then uh, you're, like linebackers last. <laughs> we drafted three defensive ends last year. There's no, I really don't think we take an edge. Well, I'm still or not DM. talking about that either. I'm talking about. Defensive tackle, how how that could is now going to fall, possibly because Carter. Oh uh, well, has Carter had an incident uh, back in January. That's all right. If he falls to number six, mm-hmm. we still take him. <laughs> you know, or we trade out because someone else wants to take on a quarterback, a, a, a defensive tackle, in Carter. <laughs> if he falls, you know, it. it I, I honestly I don't think this is a big deal. I really don't think it's a big deal. I think no, it, what the it big is. deal is is when it happened. It happened during the combine. Is. You know, he had to not go to the combine yeah. and go home and take care of this. And that's the yeah. timing is what sucks for him. Yeah, you know? he, he, it's it sounds like it's a, a street racing issue where uh, the other car had uh, it crashed some problems, and, and, right? and died. You know, uh, both both. Uh, occupants of the car passed. Speak yeah. any more on that because we, yeah. we don't know. So so he's missing the combine, and we're not going to get to see that. And and so he's falling. But also just in general, positional value wise, the defensive tackle is below defensive end. So maybe uh, uh, Will Anderson. Yes, Anderson, not Richardson. Anderson. I'm having trouble with the sins. Huh? Yes, <laughs> this this offseason. Um, so yeah, Anderson. You know, maybe he's going first for sure now. You mm-hmm. know, there was talk about maybe he would. Probably um, Chicago. And then uh, the other or Texans. The other defensive end, uh, Tyree Wilson. Um, may, there was talk of him going before Anderson. So now, maybe he's the first defensive guy. You know, maybe Carter only falls five spots. Maybe it's ten. Who knows? We don't know what's going to happen. If Jalen Carter falls to Detroit, we're going to run to the podium. I don't. I, well, I, we don't know. You know, I, I kind of think yeah. we do, Rich. I kind of think we do. Not if he's in jail. Well, no, <laughs> not if he's in jail. But this right. isn't. This is two misdemeanors. Okay? Exactly. It, it, it ain't nothing serious. Not the only thing that sucks about this is the timing. Exactly. Okay, exactly. he can't go do his thing at the combine because he's got to go home like and take care of this. Ago, right? right. It's just somebody fucking yeah. with him. Yeah, and it could totally work out in our favor. You know, I'm not it saying could. It's a bad thing. It yeah, could totally exactly. He could fall away to number six in yeah. Detroit. Boom, we'll have the, the best yeah. freaking defensive line like in I the was, NFL. I was having this question in my mind before this happened, you know, of the positional value. You know, I'm probably saying that too often. Um, but in one more minute here. Um, oh, that went the fast. Same, it's the same with Deion Branch. You know, it, it's it's a nickel. You know, do you do that that high? And and the same with a short corner in Witherspoon. Right. Do you do that that high? Well, and, and these teams that depends are on your needs. The quarterback and Bryce Young. Do you do that no. that high with that no. short guy? You know. No. So does that push the other ones up? You know, there's a lot of positional value that we're trying to sort out here in I this mean, in this top ten. Is Bryce Young in Houston? You know, because they they say Branch is a top fifteen guy. You know, he yeah. won't even make it. To make us. it to eighteen. You know, you know. So yeah. that's what I was getting at earlier. You know. Right. I like Branch. I really do. I think he'd make a great safety addition to us. Cause, and we almost need that. Tracy's yeah. going to be back this year, but we don't know when. Cause he, well, and it sounds like Kirby's already replaced him. 
but he's still going to be around. Right. And, you still need that third safety in your starting lineup. You yeah, do. And, yeah, yeah. and, 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 uh, you know, I, I look for Detroit to, to actually take a safety when I can't say for sure. You know, yeah, all I know. Maybe they do that in free agency as well. Right on. Um, so, so well, hey, that was fun, Rich. But we only got like about 45 seconds here, 40 seconds. So this has been Randy and Rich on the M66 North Detroit Lions podcast. Randy's at WoodenTunes2 on Twitter. Myself at PissPortPackers on Twitter. And at M66NDLP on Twitter. Yep. And we got to thank Tommy. For the eggs that we ripped off out of his chicken coop. Yeah, sure. <laughs> let's go scramble them up. Yep. And Too bad um, it's not morel season. Congratulations, buddy, on your uh, world record. World record. So Watch for dear one pride. And go, go Lions. Lions.